0: Everyone, welcome to the show. I have a couple of updates to share about Donald Trump's legal issues and a quick update on his ally, Peter Navarro. Before I jump into this, please hit that subscribe button. If you're not already subscribed, really helps with the algorithm on YouTube. I so appreciate it. So here's what's going down. A judge has rejected just today Navarro's request to remain a free man while he's appealing his jail sentence, or prison term, I should say, it's a federal prison. As you all know, Navarro was ordered to serve four months in federal prison for refusing to comply with the subpoenas that had been issued by the January 6th select committee. They instructed him to appear for testimony. They wanted him to turn over documents. This was all related to not just January 6th, but also, Everything that Trump did, his alleged attempted coup, you know, in the lead up to January 6th and even afterwards. So Navarro just refused. And as I told you all, you know, he just was defiant and was so outraged when he was arrested and put in shackles and, you know, the whole what they do. (laughs) They put me in shackles. So anyway, Trump's former advisor, Steve Bannon, did the same thing. And he was also sentenced to four months in prison. But his judge agreed that he could remain free while he's appealing his decision. Well, Navarro tried to get the same deal. And U.S. District Judge Amit Mehta slapped it down. He said, you haven't raised any arguments that you're likely to win in an appeal. And the reason he gave, in part, was, quote, Defendant's cynical self-serving claim of political bias poses no question at all, let alone a substantial one. (laughs) And then he also reiterated, Navarro is also making the claim His main argument was that Trump had invoked executive privilege over their communications. And so he couldn't sit for a a deposition. He couldn't speak with anyone, couldn't give them anything because he was barred from doing so. He's provided zero evidence to show that Trump ever invoked executive privilege. So Navarro is going to have to serve his four months as soon as the Bureau of Prisons instructs him to report. So we'll see, I'll let you know when that happens. Um, Next up on Wednesday of this week, the special counsel had filed a request with Judge Aileen Cannon. She is of course presiding over Trump's classified documents case down in Margaritaville. Um, Jack Smith's team asked Judge Cannon to allow them to file an exhibit under seal because quote, the exhibit describes in some detail threats that have been made over social media to a prospective government witness and the surrounding circumstances and the fact that those threats are the subject of an ongoing federal investigation being handled by a United States Attorney's Office. Disclosure of the details and circumstances of the threats risk disrupting the investigation so this is being investigated someone is threatening one of the witnesses in the classified documents case and the special counsel is not saying which witness this is that's being threatened they are not saying who is threatening him or her but they told the judge if you only allow us to redact the person's name and then certain other things, it's not gonna be sufficient to protect them because Smith's team wrote that you know only partially redacting this document could still quote, provide information to the suspect to which he slash she may not otherwise be entitled. So we could see other charges coming because of threats that someone is issuing against one of these witnesses. This is, uh, as I said, this is in part because of the classified documents case and it's about an ongoing issue with this Trump-appointed minion, Aileen Cannon, because she recently ruled that the special counsel had to provide Trump's team with almost all documents and all information without redactions even the documents that contain classified information, the names, you know, personal information about witnesses. So legal experts are saying, once again, she's either over her skis on this, she's either in over her head, she doesn't have the experience to know that her ruling is highly unusual and that she should be removed for this reason, or if she's still playing defense for Trump. She knows exactly what she's doing, and she's doing it anyway. Unfortunately, you know, as I've mentioned previously, even if they were to have her replaced, even if they were to file a grievance and replace her with someone competent, someone unbiased, <laughs> it is still unlikely that this trial is going to take place before the election. Any new judge... Is going to have to get up to speed even if they did it today even if they replaced her today which is not possible this would be a, a hindrance from this case going to to trial before the election so the case that i am hanging my hope on is the dc coup case i think given who the judge is given the jury pool there given the fact that you know it, it is on track to go to trial soon, as soon as we get a ruling from possibly the Supreme Court on whether or not he has total immunity, which we all know is BS. I think that is our best hope. I think everybody should just clear the decks, let the DC case go first. And speaking of which, the Washington Post just confirmed that in 2023, March of 2023, Chief US District Judge James Bosberg signed an immunity order for Trump's final chief of staff, Mark Meadows. Three days after that was signed, Meadows testified before the grand jury investigating Trump's attempted coup. Now Meadows and his attorney continue to deny that they're cooperating or he's cooperating with the special counsel. And some of Trump's allies have spoken with the media. They've tried to downplay Meadows' testimony. They keep saying, "Oh, you know, yeah, he just complied with the gov- you know, government subpoena. It's no big deal. It's not like he's cooperating." Other people are not so sure. In Trump's camp, the Washington Post says, "Quote: The order acknowledges that Meadows would most likely have taken the Fifth Amendment if not granted immunity to testify." Meadows did not simply honor a subpoena request with a single obligatory interview with the federal prosecutors. Rather, he spoke expansively to them and then the next day testified before the grand jury for approximately six hours. Whoops. So Meadows' testimony, that would be the final nail in Trump's coffin. He knows everything. Remember, he was involved in all of the planning for January 6th, all of the attempts to overturn the election. He was with Trump when Trump refused to do anything on January 6th, when he committed that dereliction of duty. He knows exactly what Trump said and what he didn't do to stop the violence. And Meadows was seen burning documents in his office fireplace. He could also take down Rudy Giuliani, Sidney Powell, um, Congressman Scott Perry, so many Trump allies with what he knows, and you know, Mister G, Gosh, Golly, ooh, Southern Charm. He would not fare well in prison, <laughs> so he likely spilled all the tea and the biscuits. I'm just saying, <laughs> I would, I will not be surprised if he spilled his guts. And, you know, that, that's what they said in the Washington Post was his choice. I mean, prison or being an outcast and hated by MAGA. He'd rather be hated and a free man. Anybody would. So I will let you know when I hear more. Thank you all so much for watching and listening. Please like this video, share it, become a subscriber, as I mentioned. Please donate if you possibly can. Really helps to keep the show going. Love you all. Take care. Talk with you soon.